Hi everybody, I am Tisha from What They Hardly Warned Us About, and this is our first podcast. Again, What They Hardly Warned Us About, our website is fewwarnings.com. And what we want to talk about today is toxic relationships. We want to talk about how do you know if you're getting into a toxic relationship. And before you get started, before we get started, excuse me, I don't want you to forget to hit that subscribe button so you can get more great episodes delivered to your account on a regular basis turn on your YouTube notifications you know this is the beginning of October and I have a goal that I need you guys to help me with please please with sugar on top I would like to get 1,000 likes uh, during this month so please I beg of you jump all over that subscribe button for me and later on in the episode we're going to talk about the uh, sponsor that's with us that is going to help us out to be able to help you out so first let's go into how how do you know if you are getting into a toxic relationship you know I and a lot of us have had friends, family members, bosses on the job, teachers in the classroom, uh, like I said, so-called friends that have been very toxic people. These are people that we have given everything to and we've received little to nothing in return, not just little to nothing in return, but so much heartache and so much pain. So I decided to come up with a list to let you know how do you know if you're getting into a toxic relationship and this list is researched um, and from my own experience so by definition what is a toxic relationship this definition is taking from healthscopemag.com so therefore by definition A toxic relationship is a relationship that's characterized by behaviors on the part of a toxic partner that are emotionally and quite frequently physically damaging to the other partner. While a healthy relationship contributes to our self-esteem and emotional energy, a toxic relationship damages self-esteem and drains energy. A healthy relationship involves mutual caring, respect, and compassion, and interest in our partner's welfare and growth, ability to share in decision-making, and in short, a shared desire for each other's healthy, happiness, and all-around goodness. A toxic relationship, on the other hand, is not a safe place. A toxic relationship is characterized by insecurities, self-centeredness, dominance, and control. We risk our very very being by staying in such a relationship. Staying in a toxic relationship is dysfunctional, to say the least. Now, that was a definition from uh, healthscopemagazine.com. And I appreciate that. That was the best definition that I could come up with. If you have a better definition, please feel free to throw it in the comments below. But we're going to get right into it. I have come up with, let me see, how many? I have come up with about 10 tips to let you know if you're dealing with a toxic relationship. So let's go. Number one, charm. 
Toxic individuals know how to use charm, flattery, the expression of support to knock you off of your game in order to get you to see the best that they have to offer. They're trying to gain your trust. They know they're not worth having. So what they desire to do is to sit up here and make you see this beautiful side of them. In other words, they're trying to show you that their positives outweigh their negatives. They're trying to show you an image of themselves that's not at all true. And they know how to charm you. They know how to flatter you. They'll say beautiful things like, I don't know why you would want someone like me. And that is to make you feel like you are the best person in the world. People who are in love, in other words, toxic people know how to pretend to be in love better than people who are actually in love themselves. Basically, it's centered on manipulation. And speaking of manipulation, we're going on to number two. I'm going to call this manipulate part two. I read somewhere that they play on our desire for approval or our value for needing to feel needed. They know that we have a vulnerability somewhere. Maybe you need approval because mom or dad put you down a lot while you were growing up and your self-esteem was shot. They can, they, can uh, they can tell this, they can detect it. Maybe the mentors in your life, employers, teachers, etc., are the exact same way. A toxic individual, they know how to make you feel that you are on top of the world. They know how to make you feel that you are just the person, the right person for them. They know how to make you feel amazing when so many others make you feel horrible. But again, it's manipulation. Number three, guilt tripping. Now we're gonna get into talking about an actual individual. Guilt tripping, you want to say no. You feel guilty for saying no. As I say, you really wanna say no, but you end up saying yes just for peace. We're gonna talk about um, a person named Beth. Uh, names change to protect the innocent. Beth uh, got into a relationship with Mark. And from the very beginning, it didn't feel so comfortable with her, but he seemed like he was a nice guy. No sooner than they got into the relationship, Mark wanted to make her his little secretary. He was trying to shine on his job. He wanted to show that he was this great guy at work. So he wanted to uh, type up this major training packet. He didn't know how to type, but Beth did. So shortly after they started dating, can you type up this? Can you do this? He had no problem, you know, moving in on her skills and abilities. Beth didn't want to be bothered with that. She didn't want to do it, but she felt like in order to be a good girlfriend, I have to sit here and do this for him. She wanted to tell him no, but she felt guilty if she would have said no. But eventually uh, she stopped helping him with his typing project. I think somebody, my assumption is that someone went to him and told him, you, you don't use her like that. He actually, my understanding is that he actually told her that he felt like he shouldn't do that to her. But I personally think that somebody went to him. That's just my personal opinion and all that somebody told him not to do that. 
number four, we're on number four now, manipulation part two. When you're dating, they know how to explain away their behavior by manipulation. When you begin to see the red flags and you call them on it, they know how to manipulate you by saying, I know I was wrong when I did that. I know I could have handled that better. That's why I need you to help me. They're they're playing on your need to feel needed. They're trying to show you that they need you. And trust me, they really, really don't. They don't need you at all. But they're trying to make you feel like uh, their success depends on you. They're trying to make you feel that if you let them go, they will be totally, totally destroyed without you. You are the only person in the world that can help them. And remember, remember, mom put you down, dad put you down, your teachers and uh, faculty, they turn their back on you. Your mentors were dementors. And you know, if I can use that terminology, they all made you feel small. This person is making you feel great. And you feel that maybe, you know, if I just do a little investment, I'll have my knight in shining armor or my princess in a castle that I have to save. And you think you're going out of your way to give them your life. But in truth, they're just, you know, playing you. And basically, just to sum it all up, they're basically playing you. Number five, they develop so many supporters. They will even take your supporters. They will talk about you like you are their sun, their moon, and the stars. As I said, they'll even tap into your support systems. However, when you begin to notice the red flags and you see that you need somebody to talk to, you'll find that your support is on their side. They'll say things like, you can help them. Uh, You just have to be patient with them, work with them. They're growing. They just need someone to love them. And then they'll throw that blame game on you. If you throw them away, who will help them? That's a lot of pressure. The toxic individual and their supporters will make you feel like you're their only lifeline. You end up feeling like you don't have any support. When you speak up, People want to protect them and you feel like you're in it all by yourself. Now, let's take a break, a a brief moment to stop. And we are going to speak on one of the places that I love and I want to talk to you about. And that's online therapy. Um, Online therapy, and that's the name of it, it's not like other online therapy sites. It's not just a tap, I'm sorry, it's not just a chat. It's a complete toolbox. You'll get all the support and tools that you need to be happier and healthier. Online therapy, they know how difficult, expensive, and time-consuming it is to be to get face-to-face therapy appointment these days with already your hectic uh, schedule. I know what that feels like because I've had face-to-face therapy. You know, they know how lonely and unsupported you can feel during in between these sessions. I've been there, as I said, because I've gotten therapy. No, any, not anymore. Online therapy is therapy on your terms. It's very private. And for the first month, just giving them a try, you will enjoy 20% off during the first month. If you're in a toxic relationship, you want to find your way back to you. So 
I definitely um, advocate online therapy. But even if you don't want to do online therapy, I definitely advocate excuse me, safe professional therapy that's just for you. And I hope you find something that out there that works for you. Number six, so we're back to the list. You feel to begin like you have to stay in the relationship when you don't really want to. And I want to talk about Beth again. When Beth was dating Mark, she found that he had a lot of dreams that just didn't make sense. Now, of course, dreaming is the course of a person's life. And, you know, many people's dreams have come true, but he didn't have a foundation. He had a fantasy. Mark wanted to move to another state. First of all, no, not another state, excuse me, another city. Mark wanted to move to another city. First of all, he didn't even have money to take care of Beth. And I should really deal with that in this list. I didn't even say that. But he didn't even have money to take care of her. But he wanted to up and move to another place where they didn't even have the resources of public transportation and so forth. He basically saw this town as a white picket fence and so forth. And he told Beth that he wanted to live there, but Beth kept telling him, no, Mark, I don't want to go. That's not what I feel like my life should be. He wasn't listening to her. He felt like he can talk her into whatever he wanted to talk her into. So when Beth decided to get help, she turned around and spoke to a mentor about it. That mentor didn't try to help her at all. He told her, after you get married, that might be the first thing that you have to submit to. The thing is, is that Beth was asking for help. Um... I would have said something like, if that's not what you what you want with your life, you have to reconsider the relationship. Uh, maybe this is not the time. You know, a lot of things, but there wasn't any help for her. It was all about what he needed. And she really felt lost and alone with that advice. Later on, as the marriage, as the uh, dating process began to loom into marriage, she told another mentor about Mark's irresponsibility and so forth and there really was no no help for Beth in other words she felt like she couldn't call off the relationship like she was very much trapped to stay in it because her duty was to help him even though it wasn't what she wanted anymore and that's a terrible thing because if you are feeling like you have to stay in a relationship when you don't really want to, that's a sign right there. Many signs have shown you that, no, this isn't the best thing to do, but that's a sign right there is going to be an unhappy way to go. People can tell you all they want to, that all you need to do is do this, that, and the other. Life isn't simple like that. And people who you try to help, they're not always going to sit there and take the help. People who need help may not even want the help. They just may want you to be there for them and do it for them. Uh, Number seven, they don't want to deal with further issues. Whenever Beth would bring up 
deep issues talk uh why they were dating talking about money talking about responsibility talking about anything practical mark would constantly say we'll further discuss that later we'll further discuss that later I found out personally of myself, Mark wasn't a very mature person. He didn't know how to deal with life. A lot of Beth's friends, his friends, they felt that putting Mark with her would actually help him to grow. And that might be true, but I want you to consider this standpoint. If here it is, you are the mature individual and this person it's the child. They've gotten a great adult when they got you, but what did you get when you got them? How can they help you when you are at your lowest? It's been said that, you know, you help this person grow, then they'll help you grow. That's beautiful. That That's the way life should be, but that's not the way life is. Some people just want to ride on your coattails. You've had friends like that. You've had employees like that. You've had co-workers like that. And yes, unfortunately, some people have found, many people have found that they've had spouses like that. Mark wasn't the type of person to deal with hard situations, hard issues. So he would constantly push it off, push it off till later, push it off till later. We'll talk about it later. That was his way of throwing things in the hole of, we're not going to talk about it ever again in life. Um, number eight, they will lie and exaggerate. Now I'm going to speak about me. I had a friend uh, when I was a teenager who wanted to look big in my eyes. So they told me, so in order to get sympathy from me, they told me that they went to this new health club and one of their personal trainers did a heart um, test on them. And they told him that if he didn't change the way that he ate, he'd have a heart attack and be dead by the time he was 25. Later on, I found out there was, he did not go to that health club, have that conversation. None of that was even said. None of it was true. However, he wanted to look big in my eyes. So he wanted to get sympathy from me. Oh, really? Is that right? You know, so I could be there. I could be his friend. I could take care of him, you know, be that as it may. But it was a lie. It was all a lie and all exaggeration. Number nine, they are users. Toxic people are users. They're extremely nice and sweet as can be when they're making their way in your pocket. Actually, I should say they're extremely nice and sweet as they can be as they're making their way into your pocket. The nice sweetness will cause you to look the other way while they're sticking their hand in your purse, your pocket, whatever. I had some friends who were my friends as long as they were getting what they wanted off of me. However, when someone else better came along, they dropped me like a hot potato. Now, nothing that I ever did was good enough. At that point, as I said, nothing that I ever did was good enough. Although they, let me see what I want to say. All at that time, all they thought about was the bad stuff that I had done, bad stuff that I did. 
bad stuff that they didn't even bring up when I was busy being their cash cow. Being in a toxic relationship is the same way. These people make you feel like you are on the top of the world. That is to sidetrack you from the fact that you have to support them. That is just to get you to look the other way and before you, and you won't realize it until you're in too deep and it's too late. And the last thing I want to say, you began to feel unhappy about having to stay into the relationship. I'm going to give you two examples. One example I want to talk about me, and then I'm going to go back to talking about Beth. I was uh, dating someone when I was 18, and I really wanted to pray to make sure that this relationship was something that God was pleased with. But like everything that I've talked about on this list, the red flags were just blaring. And I found myself telling God, Lord, if I have to stay into in this relationship, actually, I wasn't even dating a guy. I was um, thinking about the possibility of dating him. And I was telling God that if this is your will and I have to date him, Father, Lord, I beg you to help me. But if this is not your will, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I began to consider what I was saying. To be with him would have been a nightmare, but to be free of him was joyous. So naturally I called it off. And that's one thing I should say as 11, I'm going to throw this in here right now. 11, I'm going to go back to 10, but 11 people who are toxic, they will be so nice as long as they're getting what they want off of you. But put your foot down with them. You will see the real them. Allow me to continue. Let me go back to 10. Beth, a few weeks before her wedding, she was sitting down talking. She was sitting in my house, as a matter of fact, talking to one of her bridesmaids. And she was feeling so sad. She told her bridesmaid, if he can't be responsible now while we're dating, how was he going to be after we say I do. And she was heavy. She was under the cloud. She was so, and you know, the bridesmaid was trying to get her out of the house. You know, friends came to my house and they were trying to get her out of the house. Let's go, you know, let's go play. Let's go. And I like to do stuff like that personally, but Beth didn't want to go. Beth did not want to go. So, And she was over my house. So I had to stay there with her. You know, Beth didn't want to leave. You know, uh, our friend was trying to say, come on, let's go, let's go. You know, let's just, you know, go cheer ourselves up. Beth didn't want to do that. She felt like she was trapped and she was unhappy. When you start to feel unhappy about staying in the relationship, it's time to be brave. In the case of Beth, there were so many people that was riding on the success of her being married to Mark. So many people, it's the fact it wasn't even so much the writing on the success. They wanted to see him successful and they saw her as his one and only chance of happiness and help. Beth started not to see it that way. She felt um, she was cursed with the whole need to feel needed, but she was ready to put everything down, go back and live her life and all. But she felt her support system, her friends and all were trapping her in this relationship. When you began to feel like you're trapped, it's time to say goodbye. And like I said, it was only supposed to be 10, but I came up with 11 by the time we're here, by the time this was over. 
when you put your foot down with a toxic individual, I have found the hard way. You will see the side of them that you never thought you'd see. You will see a side of them. They're so nice. They're so sweet. But let them know that they're not getting their way off of you. The true them will come out. Then they'll be nasty. They'll be underhanded. They will do things to get even with you for expressing your true self to them. They will make you feel like you're destroying them. But actually, I'm going to save all of that from another list. So again, this list is how do you know if you're getting into a toxic relationship? And again, I want you to punch away at that subscribe button. Find our handles. Our handles will be listed down in the our handles will be listed down below in the description box. And remember, if you definitely need help, I am a, I am a supporter of online therapy. Well, again, I, if you need help, I'm a supporter of online therapy. Again, it's very private and you'll get 20% off your first month. Again, find your way back to you. These toxic people are just not worth it. You take care and goodbye. Again, I'm Tisha from What They Hardly Warned Us About, fewwarnings.com. Find us below in the description box. Bye.